0: Hi, my name is Thomas Gino. I'm an associate professor at the University of Ottawa, and I am here with Maisa Shuja Adin, is a Yemeni researcher and writer. And both of us are non-resident fellows with the SANA Center for Strategic Studies. Uh, Maisa, there's been a, uh, quite a bit of movement in recent weeks on the peace process front in Yemen. There's been meetings between Iran and Saudi Arabia in Baghdad. Uh, there have been direct and indirect uh, contacts in Oman, including uh, with the US and the Houthis and others. What do you make of all that? Do you have any hope that things can improve in the in the short term?
1: Um, I think the more it's involved, the regional powers in this war, it will be more complicated, uh, adding to the com- uh, local complications. So I think the agree- now the negotiation is between the Saudis and the Iranians. They may help uh, to... Uh, to find a peace settlement between the Houthis and the Saudis um, to solve the regional uh, aspect of this war. But I don't think it will help to solve the local aspect of this war, which is more complicated. And this needs um, a national dialogue, a Yemeni dialogue, not not regional um, players' uh, negotiation. What do you think?
0: Uh, I, I think you're right. And I think that that one one development that we've seen, especially since 2015, is that what was initially largely a domestic conflict has been internationalized. And for now, the, the you know, the different regional players are are, are pursuing their interests and are, are trying to hijack the peace process. Um, you know, what, one thing that I'm interested in, in, in looking at this is Iran's perspective Um Iran. In a way, is not theoretically opposed to a peace process in Yemen, but will continually oppose and and try to to spoil any peace process that doesn't enshrine a powerful role for the Houthis in Yemen, which is something that Saudi Arabia will oppose. So, how do you reconcile that? I'm I, I don't see it for now.
1: Uh, I believe the Iranian okay, they can make some pressure if they it's in for their interests and. Um, this war is very far from their borders, I have to say. So, um, and it is—it's uh, very cheap. I mean, um, they didn't—it didn't cost them a lot. And by—and this gives them a lot of leverage without any, um, without many costs, without without not, without lot of costs. I mean, so I think this war is very good for them to continue because it did a great pressure pressure on there and the saudis uh, and it's very far from their borders so there is no rush for the iranians i think but if they want if they have interest they can do some pressure on the on the houthis to compromise with the saudis but what about the local aspect And as we know, the Houthis, they believe for historical reasons and for ideological reasons that they are the only legitimate local power that have the right to control Yemen.
0: Are you concerned, speaking of of that local dimension, which is is incredibly important, that current efforts to have some kind of, of a peace process through the UN, through the US, through regional involvement, that Yemeni actors beyond the Houthis and the Hadi uh, government, the internationally recognized government, that Yemeni actors in the South in civil society are not being heard enough. And, and how problematic is that?
1: It is very problematic, I think, because there are a lot of um, a lot of parties and most of the people, they are compla- complaining that there are many, too many <laughs> in a way that it is difficult to be inclusive. Uh, dialog between them and some of them they are not uh, very organized like the southran there are a lot of factions not only the stc so this is really complicated but i think we can in a long i mean if they did some efforts they can do it uh, especially to compromise between the southrans at least to stabilize the areas outside of the houthi controls they can do it
0: one uh, one point that you just mentioned that i thought was was very important was how a lot of uh, civil society actors for example in yemen are are not organized enough they don't have strong enough organizations resources uh, to be heard in in a peace process so what do you think uh, western powers in particular the us and europe Can they do anything uh, to help uh, local Yemeni actors uh, to gain a voice and and to be involved in a more constructive way in in the peace process?
1: I don't think they need to help. It's important to help in a direct way Um, because when the external powers involved in Yemen, they spoil more than they fix. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think, but I think they can do something like uh, they can do some pressure on the government and the OSTC to give them more space, more local space to work. Uh, this is much better.
0: I think the, what you mentioned is, is an important point that, that you know, in, in Western countries, in the U.S. and Europe, there's often a, a, a tendency to ask, what can we do? But in some cases, uh, doing more is not necessarily the solution um maybe doing differently or doing less in some cases can can be useful. Uh, Mysa, that's all the time we had uh, thank you very much <laughs> and see you see you next time.
1: Thank you Thomas thank you.